Welcome to The Neighborhood, a Mr. Rogers tribute podcast. I am so glad to be doing this today live on the Wisdom app. I am your host, Rick Lee James of rickleejames.com and Voices in My Head Productions, and I run the Mr. Rogers Quotes Twitter account found at Mr. Rogers Say on Twitter. As we again walk into this podcast neighborhood, I want you to know that no matter where you are from, you are welcome here. I'm glad to be your neighbor. Every daughter, every son, every tribe, and every tongue. In the spirit of Fred Rogers and the life of welcome that he lived, welcome to the neighborhood. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I do want to take just a a quick moment to uh, send out a welcome invite to everybody on social media over on Twitter. So if you'll indulge me for just a quick moment to send that out, that is one of the nice things from the Wisdom app that we are able to do that while we're broadcasting. All right. It's sent uh, both from my personal Twitter account at Rick Lee James and to the at Mr. Rogers Say community on Twitter. So welcome to the neighborhood this morning. Um, This is going to be a live podcast, and it's going to go out into our podcast feed, which can be found on our Substack page at rickleyjames.substack.com. I hope everyone is able to hear everything okay this morning. I'm actually not going to be using any sort of headphones or anything like that. I'm just using my phone for audio, so I hope everything will be coming through fine because I hope to, at the end of the broadcast this morning, uh, be able to incorporate just a little bit of live music into the show, um, playing one of Fred Rogers' songs at the end of the program. But what I thought the format could be today as we try this, our very first live podcast, and we'll see how it goes today. I know that on a, on a weekday morning, a lot of people are at work, and we may not have a lot of people that are able to join us and be able to join in to chat live, and that's fine. But with the structure of the show that I'm planning on doing today is I'm going to be sharing some wisdom of Fred Rogers from one of the books that he wrote about making friends. And the reason that I want to do this is it seems like we have a difficult time in our culture right now of communicating well, of making friends. And even though Fred Rogers, his communication style was aimed at preschoolers and children specifically, he had a lot to say that even in those very formative foundational years, they had a lot to do with grown-ups too. A lot that he taught in those foundational preschool times were things that needed to be learned young so that we could learn and make lasting friendships later on in life. There's a great children's book that he wrote called 
making friends, which I'm going to be sharing from today. And I do want to say, by the way, for those listening this morning, or maybe you're listening when we're not live on the podcast feed, uh, I do have two dogs in my home that are here with me today. Currently, they're outside, but they may be coming in in a moment, and I might need to get up uh, to let them uh, back inside, as you do when you have pets. So just if there's any background noise, things like that, that's probably what the uh, the noise is. But I thought it would be a good focus for us to talk about making friends today. And it seems like an appropriate topic in a time when relationships seem to be so strained in so many ways. And after I finish uh, what I have brought this morning, I thought we could open up to some conversation and invite you to join in on the chat. Maybe you have some good comments uh, with what we are interacting with this morning. Oh my goodness, it sounds like the trash trucks are coming down the road too. Maybe I should have plugged in with some headphones this morning. We'll see how it goes. I hope everybody can hear everything all right. Um, but as, as I finished reading what I've prepared this morning from the writings of Fred Rogers about making friends, I thought then maybe you who are listening through the Wisdom app today as we try this out as an experimental live podcast chat this morning. I thought maybe then you could join in and add some to the discussion today. Maybe we could talk about some insights into making friends. Um, Maybe some challenges that you might find as adults that uh, you have found um, into making friends. Maybe some tips and some pointers. Do you have good friends? Um, Are most of your friends just online friends? Do you have good, long-lasting relationships and friendships? So this morning, I'm going to start right with the preface. Fred Rogers wrote this in his short book. It has some great photographs in it by the photographer Jim Judkiss. It's the book called Making Friends by Fred Rogers. And here we go. So be thinking about what you might like to add to our chat today, neighbors. One of life's greatest joys is the comfortable give and take of good friendship. It is a wonderful feeling not only to have a good friend, but to know how to be a good friend yourself. Learning about friendship begins at an early age when children graduate from playing side by side to playing with each other. There's so much to learn about sharing toys and sharing loved ones as children begin to share themselves with others. It can be disheartening for a parent to watch a toddler fighting over a toy or jostling for first place in line. Nonetheless, learning to share and learning to compromise are enormous challenges for the young child whose view of the world is still largely self-centered. Our adult patience and realistic expectations can be as helpful to the child as knowing when we ought to step in and mediate a dispute. A good friend of mine once remarked that character is caught, not taught. I think that is also true of empathy and tolerance and the other things that have to do with being a good friend, they're all caught, not taught. We can provide our children with opportunities for play with their peers, 
We can offer them suggestions for compromise, and we can intervene when necessary. But our greatest gift may be the examples we set in our own friendships. It is from us, I believe, that our children are likely to learn best. Well, that's the preface of the book from Fred Rogers, and there's already a lot there. <laughs> that was actually my dog that just hit a note on the piano, everybody. So say hello this morning to my dog, Fred. Talented beagle, ready to play piano. It's all right, Fred. I don't know what's going on this morning. When people like each other, I'm, I'm, I'm going to continue reading the book. Here we go. When people like each other and like to do things together, they're friends. Can you think of someone who's your friend? That friend might be a boy or a girl your own age, or someone older or younger. You might be friends with someone in your neighborhood or at school. For the adults here today, we might say at work. There are times when friends like to do the same things and other times when they don't. It isn't always easy for friends to decide what they want to do when they're, when they're together. When you're playing by yourself, you can do things your own way. You have your own toys. You can have your own ideas about how to play with them. When you're playing with a friend, that friend might want to do things another way. After all, no two people are exactly alike, so nobody does things exactly the same way. When one friend tries hard to do things one way, and another friend tries hard to do things another way, those friends can get angry with each other. But when they can finally decide how they want to play, they can get new ideas from each other. It can be hard to share your toys, and it can be hard to wait your turn, even for friends. When you can share or wait your turn, you can know that you're learning how to be a good friend. When you and your friend are playing together, it is sometimes hard to let someone else play too. When your friend decides to play with someone else for a while, do you ever feel that you aren't friends anymore? Well, to be friends, the same people don't have to play together all the time. And it can be a good feeling to know that you can have more than one friend. Good friends and have lots of happy times together. Excuse me, I need to let the dogs out. Sorry for the momentary pause. Times when they go somewhere special. Times when they discover something new. Times when they share a secret. And times when they try to help each other feel better. Good friends can make each other laugh or smile, and sometimes they might even feel like being silly. But good friends 
can also make each other very angry or sad. Even a good friend can make you feel so bad you wish the whole world would go away, or so mad you might feel like hitting or pushing everybody in sight. When children feel like that, they can tell the people they love about it. Grown-ups can understand because they were little ones too, and they've had times when they've been sad or mad. It isn't always easy to talk about those feelings, but often it can help. When you have those sad or mad feelings, the people you love can help you do things that won't hurt you or anyone else. You can even tell the friend who made you angry or sad how you feel. Good friends try to understand each other's feelings. That's what being friends is all about. Sharing sad times and happy times and helping each other grow in many different ways. And that was uh, Fred Rogers' short book, Making Friends. It was written for children, but my goodness, as you can hear if you listen to it this morning, I think it's something that a lot of people who are adults need to hear from today. Um, There is a lot that can be said and needs to be said, I think, about making friends today. Um, I think there are a lot of, I don't know, I don't want to say maybe friendless adults, but maybe there are a lot of adults who are in need of good friends, and and that's something that's important. Um, it's maybe a desperate need for us. As I listen through the words of Fred Rogers, who, again, we can so easily dismiss him as simply a voice for children and miss out that these are foundational things in every person. Um, children become adults, and these are things that when we learn them young, they benefit us later in life, and these relationship skills are so important later on. So maybe this morning, we'll see how it goes in this this first live chat for the Welcome to the Neighborhood, the Mr. Rogers Tribute podcast. Let's see if we have any feedback this morning from anybody listening through the Wisdom app today. Um, we're talking about making friends, and we're talking about the importance of being a good friend, of making friends, of being patient, what it means uh, to be um, a, a good neighbor to someone else at work. Uh, if you're a kid at school, <laughs> I'm, I actually go to work and school because I am a master's student at Loyola University IPS in Chicago. So um, I'm, I'm still doing the school thing, even though I'm in my 40s as an adult. Um, how do we react um, with our emotions as adults in our friendships? Um, how are we doing with our give and our take? Um, how are we being unselfish with other people? How do we let other people know about our feelings? Um, I'd love to know some of your thoughts this morning. So if any of you would like to join the conversation, was there anything this morning that you heard about friendship and making friends? Let me know what you think. Is it hard for you as an adult to make friends? Or do you find that adults that you know 
are struggling to make friends right now? Is that something that um, maybe in the last year and a half or so, as we've been in this time of pandemic, have you seen that to be true, that people in your life have been struggling to maintain relationships or maybe even struggling to hold on to relationships that they've had and friendships? Let's hear some of your thoughts about friendships and making friends. I'd love to know more about what you think. Fred Rogers said a lot today for us to think about. So you go ahead, if you're listening today and would like to join in and you're on the Wisdom app and are able to uh, to join in, go ahead and request to join and I will, uh, I'll let you into the conversation and uh, we'll keep talking about this subject today and we'll see how it goes this morning. But I do think uh, one of life's greatest joys is the give and take of a good friendship. Uh, maybe some of you have a story you could share about the time when a good friend was there for you and when that friendship made all the difference. Maybe you could think about this morning just something you could share and say, if it hadn't been for this good friend in my life, I don't know what I would have done. And I'm so grateful for this person. Um, maybe it's something like that that you'd like to share this morning. Maybe you have a good feeling you can share about when you learned how to be a good friend. Maybe there's a hard lesson that you learned about being a friend that you needed to share. Maybe you this morning, as we discuss um, and chat together, as, as you join the conversation, maybe you have a hard lesson that you had to learn about when you had to learn to say you were sorry. And maybe you had to tell another friend, this hurt my feelings and it mattered uh, that it hurt. And I needed you to know that. Uh, so let's see what happens today. Anyone feel like joining the conversation this morning as we discuss what it means to be friends, what it means to have good friendships and what it means to make friendships in our lives as adults, what it means to be people who are empathetic towards one another. What do you think of that phrase? Character is caught, not taught. I wonder what we think of phrases like that, that Fred Rogers said. And he said the same was true of empathy and tolerance and other things that have to do with being a good friend. They're all caught, not taught. What do you think Fred Rogers meant by that? That empathy is caught, not taught. That tolerance is caught, not taught. And what do you think about the ways that we provide opportunities for children to, to play with their peers? And that gives them the best ways to help them learn about compromise and that sometimes we need to intervene when necessary, and sometimes we need to let them work it out for themselves. And our greatest gift to them may be the examples that we set in our own friendships. Anybody feel like joining in on the chat this morning? I see there are several of you listening in. Any brave souls ready to jump in and join the conversation today that we have about friendship? It's a safe place to share. And we'll have a good time sharing this morning on Welcome to the Neighborhood 
the Mr. Rogers Tribute Podcast. By the way, you can hear this podcast while we're waiting for our first guest to join us this morning. You'll be able to hear this everywhere that podcasts uh, are found. So whether you listen through Apple or whether you have an Android device and you can go to uh, pretty much any podcast server, you'll be able to find this podcast. But I do deliver it through Substack. So if you go to rickleyjames.substack.com, there is a special section for this particular podcast that says, Welcome to the Neighborhood, a Mr. Rogers Tribute Podcast. And you can find this whenever we release it online. So we're talking about making friends this morning. So let's talk about being a good friend and what it means. One thing that he said in his writing about making friends is it can be hard sometimes uh, when friends do things together and friends don't always do things the same way that you like them to do it. Has anyone ever experienced that before in your life? I've seen it in children before where a child comes over to play and one child likes to play a game a certain way or play with a toy a certain way. And even though they're all playing with the same toys, one child likes to play with it a little differently than another child does. And that can create some tension. And it isn't always easy for those friends to decide how they're going to play together, even if they can decide what they're going to play (laughs) together. And certain children are used to playing by themselves, and so they're used to having things done their own way. And so they have their own ideas about how they're going to play. Now, think of that and translate that into being an adult. We have to learn to give and take, don't we? We often want things our way, but no two people are exactly the same way. And nobody does things exactly the same way. And that's why in the world we have such difficulty sometimes, isn't it? Again, these foundational things that Fred Rogers talked about to children, they're foundational to us as adults as well. Because no two people do things exactly alike and even if we're trying to get the same goal in the end many people have different ideas about how to get there and sometimes we even have different ideas about what the end goal is so it can make friendships challenging it can make relationships challenging and i think the hard part about the environment that we're in today where so much of our life Uh, So much of our lives, I should say, are lived on social media. Um, We don't just look at it as another person doing something another way or having a different idea about it. We are taught and in some ways programmed to think about those other people doing it a different way as them being evil for doing it that way. Instead of maybe they have a very similar end goal in mind. Um, And maybe they're just trying to do something differently. And so as children get angry with each other when they're playing, adults will get angry with each other. 
And so just as children need to decide how they're going to play with their toys together and how they're going to share together, it can be hard for adults, can't it? To wait their turn and to learn how to share and to learn how to be good friends and to learn how to play together or how we should say work together, how to live together well. And sometimes to wait and let other people do it instead of doing it all ourselves. And when somebody else does it a way we wouldn't do it ourselves, but they still are doing it, but they just do it a little bit differently because everybody's different and everybody's unique and everybody's special. There's some tension there, isn't there? (laughs) So I'd love to hear your thoughts about that, your thoughts about friendship and some of those tensions that are there. Some of those things that Fred Rogers was hitting on when he talked about making friends and things that he talked to children about that are actually so important still to adults today. I feel like a lot of adults never learned this, and we're still trying to learn it today. Um, What about the tension of when children have friends that The friend they were playing with, they want to play with another friend now. And the same people don't have to play together all the time. Have you ever had adult friendships where jealousy came in because a friend that you have starts hanging out with another friend? And you feel like, well, that's my friend. Why are they hanging out with that person now? And isn't it interesting? It it goes all the way back to childhood and the way that we play and Sometimes we get very possessive of those friends, don't we? But it's true also in life. Um, But you can have more than one friend. And it can be a good feeling when you can just release that, let it go and say, you know what? It's okay to have more than one friend. (laughs) It's okay that my friends have many friends. And we can have lots of happy times together and have lots of different friends. So we're still waiting this morning on this live podcast, and maybe this morning nobody wants to talk, and that's fine, but if anybody has any thoughts of what we're talking about this morning, we're talking about what Fred Rogers wrote about making friends, and some of the things that he wrote to children, and how helpful they can be to adults, and some of the relational issues that are there. What about things like sharing secrets or discovering new things? Those are things that Fred wrote about as well with children. There are times that friends try to help each other feel better. Have you ever had a time in your life where you really needed that friend there? I'd love to hear stories like that from you today. The whole idea of trying this chat this morning on the Wisdom app was that maybe we could share some stories that you could join in this morning with me and share some times when a friend was there for you in a way that you really needed it. When a good friend was there to make you laugh when you needed it. When you were having trouble smiling and they were one of the few people that were there to make you smile. When maybe it was a time in your life when you just needed to be silly and There was nobody else that quite could do it like that friend that was there for you. Maybe it's a spouse 
um, some loved one in your life, some good friend that was there. I'd love to hear all about that this morning. So if anybody would like to join in with a story of a time when a friend was there for you, and you don't have to be so specific that you give names or anything this morning, they can be anonymous, but I'd love to hear, and I know other people listening would probably really enjoy hearing today of a time in your life when a friend was there for you in that way, and what a difference that it made. We all have stories like that, I think. At least I hope we do, when a friend was there for you. I can think of a few times in my own life where I was desperate and alone, and I had some good friends that really took me in when I needed it, when there was nobody else around, and had me over for meals, and cheered me up, and we watched things like The Office together on TV, and we laughed, and in times in my life when things were not very cheery, uh, times when years ago when um, when my first marriage ended and things were, were so hard and so difficult in my life. And and I remember those friends being there for me in that time and, and what a treasure they were and still are to me. And what a, what a joy it was to have friends in my life that were there in that way. So if anybody has any stories to share like that, I know people listening this morning would love to hear about the way that friends have been there for you in those times. And it can be encouraging to hear from those times. So often we hear stories about ways that people have angered us and ways that people have made us so mad and just so upset. But I think it's good to focus on the times when people have actually been there and lifted us up and cared for us and brought us joy and helped us to find new life when maybe we thought life was over. And those are the kind of things that, that I think we could maybe focus on today and help each other with. So all of you who are guests of mine today here for this special live podcast, anyone listening, you're welcome to join the conversation today. Uh, so just ask to uh, go to your profile and there should be a button or something there where you can join in the conversation and come be a part today. And uh, I promise it'll be a, a fun and enjoyable conversation. If you want to join in, that's fine. And we'll wait a few more minutes. And if not, then we'll just wait a few more minutes and close out our time together today. And I thank you for coming to listen about making friends. I wonder if you have a hard time making friends. I think sometimes adults have a hard time talking about that. I think that adults struggle with a lot of times loneliness. A friend of mine that works with men specifically and says that most men don't have what they call a three o'clock friend. A three o'clock a.m. friend, I think, is how he states it. Someone that if there was an emergency or something that they really needed at 3 a.m., they don't have another friend that they could call in the middle of the night and say, I really need help. I need you. Um, and it's kind of a sad thing when you think about it. 
because I think everybody needs a 3 a.m. friend, someone that could be there for them. But I think a lot of people don't have that. So that means we've got work to do, doesn't it? But just like children, uh, adults also need to feel like they can tell people that they love about things in their life, things that are going on, and people that can understand because they've been there, and people that can listen, and people that can hear, and sometimes people that don't even have to respond. Uh, they can just sit there and be a listening ear. Sometimes that's what the best friends do. They don't have to have answers. They just have to be people who are present in that moment and just say, I'm here for you. Sometimes they just have to let you cry. Sometimes being there makes all the difference when it comes to being friends and making friends. So when it comes to making friends, what's the biggest challenge for you? Anyone have any stories that you want to share today here in the Wisdom app this morning? I mean, it's interesting that we're using the Wisdom app today for this live podcast. I'd love to hear some of your wisdom that you might have. I don't want to pretend that just because I'm hosting today that I'm the one with the wisdom. I assume those of you listening probably have a lot more knowledge than I do about such things. So, if anything, I'm sort of just uh, the guide along the way, but those of you listening can join in the conversation and share some of your thoughts about making friends as well and what it means to be a good friend, what it means that we are a society that has a hard time making friends, and what it means to be a lasting friend and find lasting friends. Good friends try to understand each other's feelings. When you have those sad feelings, people that you love can help you do things that won't hurt you or anyone else, as Fred Rogers said. And good are there for you in those times. Well, friends, and that's what I consider you who are listening today. I'm not uh, not getting a lot of you to join in this morning, so we might try this at a different time of day, another day of the week, and maybe bring in some other guests. You're being awfully quiet this morning, and that's fine. Sometimes you just need to listen. So I think I'm going to do what sometimes we do on this show. I'm going to close out with a song. How about this one? One of my favorite Fred Rogers songs. One that he would close out the show with. It goes like this. It's such a good feeling to know you're alive. It's such a happy feeling you're growing inside. And when you wake up ready to say I think I'll Make a snappy new day It's such a good feeling A very good feeling A feeling to know That we're friends And you make each day a special day You know how By just your being you There's only one person in this whole world like you and people can like you exactly as you are. 
Thank you for joining us here this week in the neighborhood. I'm Rick Lee James of rickleejames.com, and I run the Mr. Rogers Twitter account found at Mr. Rogers Say. You can find me at my personal Twitter account at Rick Lee James, and my website is rickleejames.com. I also host another podcast called Voices in My Head, the Rick Lee James podcast, and I look forward to being with you again next time. Thank you for joining us here today for this special live podcast here on the Wisdom app.